0: I'm so glad I got church, y'all. I, I am glad I'm in church. There are two questions we're going to answer tonight. And uh, praise the Lord, we have plenty of time uh, to get through. So there are two questions that were submitted uh, that we're going to answer. Many of you put questions in about child rearing. And I'm going to go through. Um, that That is an honest question. I didn't know it was going to go. I thought I had time to preface it. How can I get my wife to stop yelling at me? And I said, Brother Plant, there is nothing that you can do. Y'all. There, there and, 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 and I will, to the credit of, of uh, this man that sent this one in, he said, uh, you know, don't use my name. But it was like, it doesn't matter. My wife's going to know it's me. And the only thing I can tell this gentleman, there are like 10 husbands right now going, I didn't send it in, sweetheart. Trust me, I didn't send it in. But when I typed this out and sent it to myself, I thought this was the only way I could get it answered. Um, No. Uh, How can I get my wife to stop yelling at me? I don't like it when she (laughs) yells at me. I can tell you this. I don't know of any husband that likes it uh, when he gets yelled at. Mothers and wives... Mothers and wives... By nature, a wife and a mother are not screamers, okay? By nature, they do not eat their young, (laughs) okay? It just is not in them. Uh, By nature, um, a wife and a mother, and this is not going to set well, a wife and a mother, if they are a screamer and a yeller, they have to be that. For whatever reason, they will, they, will, they will go into this virtuous, warlike thing that, um, let me back up. If you want to see a mama come out of her shell, okay, all you have to do is go after her babies. Oh, and at that point, somebody get out of the way. Somebody's going to die. You want to see a wife throw down with another woman, let that woman come after her husband oh now we got problems she can yell at him but you ain't doing that to my husband but but i but i do think this i i i do think that um husbands i i i like the last part of the thing i don't like it when she yells at me um i'm glad that it grieves you but when the wife yells that yell was not her first reaction number two the circumstance that she's in right then is not the circumstance that made her yell a wife just doesn't do this guys unless something has pushed her to her limit we think in our head guys okay we think in our heads and we don't talk we, we just don't talk out loud which drives our wives nuts because we know, like I said the other day, if we think out loud, the tickets to Hawaii are going to be booked right then. So ladies also, to the degree that we do not think out loud, ladies do not feel out loud about deep things. So what happens is, is you let this circumstance happen, you let this circumstance happen, you let this circumstance happen. They take it in, 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 they take it in. And the biblical passage for this, when it comes to the ladies, and 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 the Bible study on ladies is very insightful. And right Mm -hmm. now, I'm pulling from my memory totally. Go to Genesis 27. Man, I think it's Genesis 27. Yes, Genesis 27. There's a lesson um, that sometimes I'll teach teenagers out of Genesis 27, and the title of the lesson is is The Day Mama Went Crazy. Um, So here is this mama that that this mama, for, for whatever reason, Rebecca turned on her husband. Rebecca all of a sudden turned on her son, got her younger son to lie and dishonored her husband and at the end of the story you're going to find out there toward the end of the chapter when everything's about ready to be revealed then all of a sudden rebecca's smart enough to know this um jacob you better get to your uncle laban's because if you don't once esau finds out what i've done i'm going to lose both of you in one day in other words what she was saying is esau's going to kill you And then Esau's going to break this relationship with me. This was not like mom. This was not like Rebecca. But look at the very first phrase, and this is where it's it's at. And it came to what? Pass. So time has passed, but one thing never left her soul and her heart. Go to the chapter right before it. And Esau was 40 years old when he took a wife, Judith, the daughter of Uri, the Hittite, and Bashemoth the daughter of Elon the Hittite look at verse 35 which were a what please grief of mind so all of a sudden the grief of mind to Isaac and Rebecca now husbands and wives are totally different husbands are diplomats okay wives blow them up there's there's there there is something wonderful about our wives because they don't pull any punches and there's something wonderful about the husband. So understand that Rebecca, Rebecca here couldn't take it anymore. The Bible says, "And it came to pass, Rebecca, it just it, it was a grief of mind." And then, if you go to the very end of the chapter, uh, Rebecca says this in verse number forty-five: "Until thy brother's anger turn away from thee, and he forget that which thou hast done to him, then I will send and fetch thee from thence." Why should I be deprived also of you both in one day? And Rebekah said to Isaac, I am, what please, weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. These are the same girls. If Jacob take a wife of the daughters of Heth, such as these which are the daughters of the land, what good shall my life do me? A, A lady reaches into the depth of who she is from something that has been resting here And then when it's resting here, she all of a sudden will absolutely explode. And when she explodes, it's because of something that was a grief of mind that has been here, and it lies there until it's poked with a fear. And then we're off to the races. And and I don't even think a lady understands what is going on. So... Which brings me, how can I get my wife to stop yelling at me? I think the right question is, how can I help my wife when she is yelling at me? And I think that it, it, is, it is a skill set I wish I could learn, okay? And I'm not saying that my wife yells at me. I'm just saying I wish I could learn at the times that she's very upset. That I have to look deeper than what she's upset about and say okay what's going on what, what 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 have you been carrying and and I wish I was much better at it. but you know at, at, at the outset because of marriage dynamics that is funny um, until you're in that moment and when you're in that moment most men either just go off and start hitting and I answered that a couple of weeks ago that's why we have 911 no no lady should ever be abused but the man, and, and ladies know this, when your husband retreats to silence, you, you've married one strong man. And when he gets quiet, then I think I'd back up ten paces because somethings he, he, he's holding his tongue. And he, well, he walks away like he's scared. He is. He's scared of himself um, because men's rage is huge. So question number two. I love these kind of questions. I just saw him like 30 seconds before church. Um, how would you recommend to handle a young adult that has a disrespectful attitude and harbors uh, and and I don't think the D's supposed to be there and harbors an angry spirit. I think that said it right there. Um, I think the disrespectful attitude comes from something's wrong in the spirit. The only verse that pops to my mind right now is when Saul had this kind of spirit that. David brought a harp, and once the harp came and the harp was played, then the spirit subsided. But the second time, the harp got a javelin. Okay, so the first time the harp was played, it, 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 he was okay. The second time the harp was played, he threw a javelin. Now, whenever you're dealing with a young adult, the first, the first move you make is something like this is you play the harp, of kindness. You play the harp of understanding. You play the harp of just, okay, so talk to me. And if the spirit subsides, then, then I think you're on the path to, to getting it fixed. However, if you have tried that and now the javelin is thrown, that's a whole other different level. And I do think that a young adult at that point um, needs to understand the rules of the game. And that is this, that look, son, look, daughter, I love you. I am so glad you're here. Um, you know, we've been with you ever since you've been born. You're almost like a son to us, because you are. And, uh, but son, daughter, you know, you, you're going to have to understand, and I think the, the root word disrespectful, that there has to be some respect. Not agreement agreement has nothing to do with it okay we're we're not talking about agreement we're talking about respect there's a lot of things that i don't agree with but when i am someplace i will respect when kelly and i were raising the kids uh, rg was born and we had to leave deanna and uh, deanna mainly during those early days and it was like i don't even know who to leave my kids with who do you leave your precious daughter with after all this junk you know what my mom and my dad especially my dad my dad says son you're not looking for somebody who believes like you believe as much as you're looking for somebody who respects what you believe now that was amazing to me so we we had a couple of options outside of family I'm talking we had a couple of options and these couple of options um, there was one family that we were going to leave them with, and uh, but but the weeks leading leading leave Diana with, but the weeks leading up we were together, and they made fun of one of our standards. Well, then we knew if they if they'll make fun of our standards in front of us, then they'll look at our daughter and go, well, it doesn't matter what your mom and dad say, they're not here. Oh, that's not going to fly. There was another family that became fast, close friends that I knew, I knew that the dad did not agree. But to his credit, it was the rule of the Medes and the, law of the Medes and the Persians, as long as Deanna Gray is in this house, that girl will be under the same rules that Bob and Kelly Gray have for that girl. And that gave us so much comfort. So I think it comes down to respect. I really do. I really do. I think you're going to have to stop trying to get young adults to agree. They won't agree. Respect. That's non-negotiable. Do you know disrespect is disrespect no matter where you go? If you're in line, and you're, disres- you're disrespectful. It doesn't matter. But if you are respectful, then you understand this is just short-lived. This is just short-lived. And once it's short-lived, school short-lived sometimes i look at seniors who are struggling when they get to about january and february i said look four months you're out this is not a forever situation just respect and by the way respect goes both ways i found this to be true when you give respect you get respect and so it's just going that way hey go to proverbs if you will chapter 18 verse 22 and, and we're going to end this tonight. I think that we all understand that our children are very, very important. I think that we understand that their future um, is very, very important. This, and, and I didn't realize that I would be going to the end of Genesis to, to answer the question, um, but one of the biggest griefs of heart for a family is if and when a child now as an adult and of course we're going to talk about many other subjects but tonight i'm going to bring it all to fruition and then we're going to move on uh, to the the next the next series uh, or the next part of family dynamics when when a child gets to this adult age the single adult age and then they start noticing each other i want you to notice what proverbs 18:22 says it says this whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing so, you can look at your wife and say, You're the best thing uh, that I have ever found. Uh, so, no. Uh, Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth what? Favor of the Lord. So, this is what you want. You want your marriage to have favor, and we want our children. Th- those young people that left this auditorium and those young people down that hallway, let me tell you, what we want from them is to be able to find somebody, fall in love, do this the right way so that they find something good and they find favor. There, there, there's a difference between having a struggling marriage and having an unfavorable marriage. You want favor all the way around. Uh, you want your in-laws to love them. You, you want the aunts and uncles to love. And that's why you just don't marry a person. You marry an entire family. And everybody here has interaction with either nieces or nephews or young adults or you will, and you need to be able to bring to the table a little bit of Bible to say, look, let let, let me give you some advice here of how this goes. We want our children to be that way. We have talked about the first thing. We talked about time, uh, and these are the elements. So we talked about time. We talked about the fact that spending time together is not to create a habit. Spending time together is to create a relationship. There are a lot of people that get married because it's just the next thing they do, not because that they have created a relationship. And I don't think that that a relationship uh, is something that is, is, is given to you. I think it's something that is developed. So you do want to spend time together. And it is very, very important. So we talked about time. You can go back and listen to that. Then we talked about talk. There is something. Now, we're going to tie all these together. We're going to take time. So here you take a man and a lady. And by the way, this is regardless, and if you're married, you need to take heed to the things I'm about to tell you. You cannot afford to spend time, if you're married, you cannot afford to spend time with someone that is not your spouse to where you start opening up your heart, okay, so you have time, then you have talk. And we, and we went to Judges chapter 16 last week, and we talked about the fact that Samson, when he said, she said to him in Judges 16, 15, in fact, go there, if you will, Judges 16, 15, this is Delilah talking to Samson. And Delilah's talking to Samson, and so this time. So they had spent time together. And, and if you'll notice, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down here uh, when we talk about touch And that's where we're going to end at tonight. But but it's a building thing. And and this is natural, though. When, When you see somebody, you want to spend time with them. When you spend time with them, then you start opening up your heart. What you don't want to do is open up your heart too soon. Because if it's the wrong one, and now you've opened up your heart, and you're like Hezekiah, and you've shown everything in your house, guess what? Everything in your house is going to be taken. So in Judges chapter 16, verse 15, And she said unto him, How canst thou say I love thee when thine heart is not with me? Go to verse 16. She pressed him daily with her words and urged him. Look at verse 17. That he told her all his, what, heart. And when the single adults, and I don't believe the teenage years are the time to date, um, I think that there's still some maturing that is going on. I think that parents my personal opinion uh, i think parents can make a grave mistake by mistaking the fact that their children are tall enough to look them in the eye which means they're mature enough to handle life that's not true just think back when you looked your mom and dad in the eye okay brother brusky you never did look your mom and dad in the eye on your way past them didn't you and uh, so talk so samson delilah but you're going to notice this samson did not reveal the source of his strength samson revealed the source of his weakness and what the devil wants to do is take two human beings in conversation and find a common jesus you see herod and pilate didn't even like each other until they had the same thing to hate and this is why talk needs to stay upbeat and we went through some things about conversation it needs to stay up there And uh, because she was like, you haven't revealed. Then I said, conversation needs to be about Christ and causes. Conversation needs to be about family. Conversation needs to be about their future. Uh, Terms of endearment uh, should only be used with permission from a gatekeeper. I don't think anybody has a right to call somebody honey babe or anything like that. Unless somebody says you can. And uh, guys, when you just first meet that girl, I doubt... Her dad's going to give that kind of permission Um, a conversation about moral failure should be avoided at all times and then conversation should always avoid anything that deals with the physical physical expressions found only in marriage in proverbs chapter 7 so now let's talk about trinkets if you'll write that down and if you will go to ruth go to the book of ruth if you will the book of ruth it's almost as if we're trying to keep a gauge We're trying to keep a gauge. And and adults um, that are sitting here, and um, you are very important in the life of the young people. Um, The reason you are very important in the life of the young people, the single adults, I should say. And let me encourage every married man here uh, that you really need to seek out some single man and become friends, and here's why. Because at some point the emotions when they find somebody if they left unchecked are going to get them in trouble and i'll give this at the end look at ruth chapter 2 what a great love story ruth chapter 2 and if you're still looking that's why i kept talking uh, because it took me a while to find it ruth chapter 2 look at verse 1 and naomi had a kinsman of her husband's a mighty man of wealth by the way ladies that's what you're looking for a mighty man of wealth you say, Pastor, do I ask him about his salvation? Nope. You ask him to see his checkbook. <laughs> and uh, so, a mighty man of wealth of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. I love that. Go and she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers and her hap was to light on a part of the field belonging unto boaz who was of the kindred of elimelech and behold boaz came from bethlehem and said unto the reapers the lord be with you and they answered the lord bless thee then said boaz unto a servant that was set over the reaper who is that good looking girl in that field oh i'm sorry whose damsel is this And the servant that was set over the reapers answered and said, It is the Moabitess damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And she said, I pray thee, let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and hath continued even from the morning until now, that she tarried a little in the house. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest thou not, my daughter? Go not to glean in another field, neither go from hence, but abide here fast. By my maidens, let thine eyes be on the field that they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? (laughs) Okay, you gotta love this. You gotta love this right here. Because something starts to happen. And I use the word trinkets because I couldn't find any other word that started with the letter T. Okay. Trinkets is nothing more than the expression. What's going to start to happen with our young adults is is that they are going to start spending time together in some type of gathering. They all of a sudden will show up at a college event. They'll show up at a singles event. Uh, They'll be at Slim's Chicken. I think half the church goes to Slim's Chicken on Sunday night. Um, They'll show up there, or they'll be in the auditorium, and, and all of a sudden they'll be like Boaz, and all of a sudden they will like, hmm. And now this expression has to happen. And, and whenever you spend time together, whenever you talk, talking is the filter of whether or not I want to keep going. It just really is. You know, talking, you know, when somebody opens their mouth, it says a lot about them. And sometimes you're like, oh, no, I'm done. I'm done. My most famous story, the story I laugh every time, is years ago I was flying out of Dallas going someplace. I'm sitting and there's these old women next to me. Whatever reason, I just plopped in this seat and old women. I mean, I'm like in my late 20s, early 30s and these old people like 60, 61, these women. And, uh, no, I'm just kidding. So they're sitting there and and they're talking and coming down down the thing was this tall, blonde-headed, chiseled jaw, looked like a bodybuilder. And he's come walking down. These women, all the, they're old. They're my grandmothers. And all of a sudden, they start putting their lipstick on. They start, you know, they look at that. He's on our flight. Oh, this is wonderful. And, uh, and so, so this guy n- never said a word. He, he just walked up and scanned his badge, walked down. And he's standing there. Well, when you get on this flight, y'all flown. Get on the flight. And, and, and he didn't say anything. He just nodded. And all these women are falling out you know and and uh so we sit down in the plane and they're all leaning in the aisle and and these are my grandmothers and uh until he picked up the phone and gave his announcement thank you and welcome to our flight today and as soon as he started that way all the women went oh they went back so i'm i'm, t- I'm telling you you let somebody starts talking, and it's like, okay, now I am so sorry. <laughs> this is not the one for me. And there's been, a lot of, there's been a lot of attraction that has been done as soon as somebody opens their mouth. So, this, but if it gets past that I'm enjoying my time with them, and by the way, we want them to find somebody. I'm enjoying my time. I now, we have talked. Now I want to express this. This expression is very, very important. I think a couple of things that we have to understand is one, expression is natural. This is natural. This is why you you have to use words to paint pictures or you want to buy something. So now when you express this and you're giving gifts, this is why men, listen to this, it's very, very important that we understand that we cannot receive gifts from somebody that's not our wife you know come on because what's going to happen is you'll get into a work environment and all of a sudden there's that trinkets trinkets tell it all but we want our young men and our young lady to express let me give you how I think the expression of gifts need to go according to the book right here I think first of all I think the expression is not ownership. Expression cannot be ownership. Boaz did something wonderful for Ruth. You know what it is? You get your own stuff. You see, when, when, when I married her, it was, it was incumbent upon me to do my best to where she never had to do anything. Now, everybody knows that at times our household was a two income house just because we had kids in the Christian school, we had medical bills. It, 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 I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Everybody goes through it. But before marriage, the best piece of advice I can go tell you is this when you start expressing, when, when a single young man starts expressing to a single young lady that I'm interested in you, and he, and he, and he takes care of part of her cell phone bill. Uh uh-uh. uh. You see there has to be independence so what Boaz did was is he said look I want you to stay in my field but you're gonna have to pick your own provisions I'm not picking them and I've seen single adults all of a sudden because this man single guy wants a quick grab to where I don't want to let this one go, then what he starts doing is he starts, well, I'll pay part of your cell phone bill and, 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 and I'll come to your rescue every time that, and, and then let me put gas in your car and, and, and let, me, let me take care of part. And what's happening is is that we don't understand that you don't want dependence when you're single. You want to retain your independence because you want your identity. If you look here, so he said, he said, now, 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 don't go to anybody else's field so he never one time he never one time tried to be her champion i i i i i say this all the time to single young men stop champion the causes of the girl that you're interested in let her live and let her die on her own two feet amen pastor that, that's good stuff out of ruth Because I'm going to tell you something, because everybody's got to mature. And you want to know how they respond in difficult times. And sometimes when a young man sees a young lady, and, and I'll tell you this about the young man, kudos to the parents who raised the young man to take care of the women in his life. The problem is, she's not your woman. She's still got a daddy. And that daddy can take care of her. And you better let that daddy take care of her until you have to take care of her. Save your money. Use his money to get her from point A to point B. Okay, and uh, so you go down. Uh-oh. Okay, so we better move on. This is not, okay. So, so then it says, verse number eight, then, then said Boaz unto Ruth, here's thou not my daughter, go not to glean another field, neither go from thence, but abide here fast by my, what, maidens. I think when single adults are interested in themselves and they start expressing this, I think the best expression that you could ever give is give those give whoever you're interested in, give them your family. Give them those people involved in your world. I I praise God for my mom and my dad. My mom and my dad love the in-laws that they have and every one of kelly tim mark jenny my mom and my dad when we were dating courting whatever y'all want to call this i call it boy meets girl and girl convinces boy that they need to get married and this boy falls for that trap and they get married and then girl goes ha ha i took all your money boy goes ha 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 i didn't have any uh so um but but there there seems to be an isolation and when two single adults want to isolate and they they don't want the maidens around they they don't want this family around if you'll notice here boaz is interested in ruth but boaz never isolated ruth until they were ready for a commitment and up until the point they were ready for a commitment and, and and you can take through here and and just this is so insightful and i and i would encourage everybody to take if you have single adults or you're single Go through here and just look at it. In fact, I'll pull out another one. Look at verse number 10. Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, What have I found grace in thine eyes? That thou shouldest take what? Knowledge of me. There were two things found in just this verse. There are probably 15 things out of Ruth chapter 2 that every parent of a single adult needs to look into that chapter and ask God for wisdom how to pull out these truths. But there are two things in this verse that are very interesting. It is the word grace and it is the word knowledge. If I ask the, the average single young man that's interested in a young lady, tell me about her. Uh, uh, she likes cheese on her water burger? tell me about her. So there is this grace. There is this taking of knowledge. And then look at verse 11. Boaz answered and said to her, it has fully been showed me. This is interesting. It has fully been showed me all that thou hast done unto thy, what please, mother-in-law since the death of thine husband and how thou hast left thy father and thy mother in the land of thy nativity and art coming to a people which thou knewest not heretofore. There is something wonderful about a, a single adult that has the ability to adjust to adversity. And I think what needs to happen is I can say anything. Young adults can smooth each other. But I think that young adults need to step back and look at this. Tell me the rough times that he or she has been through How did they adapt to it? Ruth was not a victim. Ruth lost her husband. Mention right there, she left her land. She left it all. But she never one time complained, and she simply said, nah, let's go to work. Let's get this thing done. Boy, there's something about a young lady and a young man that when they face adversity and their back's against the wall... That's the kind you want. And and moms and dads and grandparents, listen to this. There's going to come a point where everybody's interested in the wrong somebody at some time. And when that happens, I think that somebody needs to be looking and say, no, 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 they rolled over. Son, daughter, they're playing the victim. Because now they're always talking about, I lost my husband back there when I was young, and then my mother-in-law drugged me over here, and now I have to come. No no Boaz said let me tell you I've heard some pretty incredible things about you you lost your mama I mean you lost your husband now you've left your land and your people and now instead of taking welfare you're out here in the field working welfare that's very important there's a whole nother Bible study they would leave the corners of the field so that they could work their welfare anyways that's that's for Sunday uh, number four By the way we're getting political sunday so bring your bring your i voted sign so we're working our way down so so we are we are they spent time together now they started talking now there is this expression and i think the expression is probably more non-expression than it is expression but it is expressing because boaz's story starts working his way down to where now they find themselves at the threshing floor and and i would take the time to look at that i don't have the time to go into that although that is a very interesting study and then all of the sudden let's talk about the touch this is where it's all going to It it is all heading down to where they are far apart but because of the time they spend together and then all of a the sudden they start talking then they get to know each other then this affection starts picking up and now i just want to express it i want to express it and so go to first let's go to Romans 13 and, and verse number 8. I have several verses here. It is natural for a young man to want to express his feelings to a young lady. It's as natural as it can. It is natural for a young lady to want a young man to express the feelings. But it is, it is also supernatural supernatural for a child of God to understand the timing and the boundaries, and that there are certain things you can and cannot do. Um, yet last night, I, I met, a, met a, a lady, and she's she, uh, watching, on, watching online. And, um, and, I, and I was telling her what series I was going through. She's a young adult. And it was very interesting that she was like, oh, I'm listening. And when I got to this point right here about touch, she was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so let's look at what the Bible says. Romans 13 and verse number 8. Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this shalt thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, steal, bear false witness, covet, and if there be any other commandment, is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Look at this. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. And that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of light. Look at this. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness. And, and, and if you get a chance, I would look up those two words. Not in strife and envy. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Let, let me put it in, in regards like this. All of us know what it's like to go on a trip, and that we say, now we're going to get hungry down the road. So let's pack in here sustenance, provision, so that when we get hungry... We can just take this food and we now can satisfy this hunger. You're going to be hungry whether you pack anything or not. That's all there is to it. What we don't want to do is give to the flesh ready-made fulfillments that all of a sudden our single adults. Find themselves in a place to where now it's easy to satisfy this God-given, and I wish I could put that in capital letters, God-given emotions. It is God-given. And a lot of times we tell our our young adults, oh no, it's the worst thing you'll ever do is kiss. No, no, no. The best thing you'll ever do is kiss inside marriage. But, But listen, single adults, you can't put yourself in a position to where now... It's easy just to reach and unzip and pull out and satisfy the flesh. If you would go to First Thessalonians chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. So what's happening is, is, is this is headed to where we want it to be. We want them to express this in touch. But the problem is we don't want them to express this in touch outside of marriage. We want them to be able to wait till they get to marriage. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from what? Fornication. Then the grammatical there is a colon, which the continuation, it says this. That, every one of you, should know how to possess his vessel in what, please? Sanctification and what? Honor. First Corinthians 7, 1 Corinthians 7.1, if you'll write that down. Now concerning the things wherever you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. That is totally inside the context of somebody that you are attracted to and somebody that, that, that there is this attraction and, and lust, whatever you want to call it, there, there is this, there's this, this attraction. This is the context. So what happens is, is that we have to make sure that this is done in such a godly thing. Is there anything wrong with this people spending time together? No, they need to spend time together. Anything wrong with talking? They need to talk, but there needs to be boundaries. Then all of a sudden, should there be this expression? Yes. But the expression... My mom always told me this way. Son, when you start expressing how you feel, the, the more you give something that they can wear on their body the closer you are to marrying them son take her a coffee son but the moment you start giving her jewelry a ring what's happening now is you're paring it down (laughs) i remember one time i i uh, kelly and i were just starting to date and i had bought a necklace and my mom said nope not now I was like, why? She said, Where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? You get her two necklaces? So I went back and bought her a big teddy bear. She said, Son, really? That's all you feel about her? I'm like, all right, well somebody help me, please. I mean, I'm stuck between a teddy bear and a necklace. I don't get this. So, so you're gonna have to figure this one out. I can't help you. I'm gonna give you five things I think. Do you like that? Let me give you five things. (laughs) I went to a Christian school. Let me give you five things I think that are going to help you. Number one, number one, declare verbally your commitment not to touch. If you are single, it cannot be left unsaid. If you have a single young adult in your house, you look at them and say, have you told her verbally? Have you told him verbally? Don't touch me. Now it's getting quiet. Now, dad, make sure you tell him, don't touch her. I will kill you. Bury you. Declare it. you got to declare it verbally. Number two, make sure you're never alone. Never alone. Never alone. I was told by some of our parents that some of the young people were put into, young adults were put into a situation the second time I've referenced it, and that once they found out the situation they were in, it was like, nope, we're gone, because there are people, believe it or not, it's crazy, but, but if you show up, nope, nope, sorry, and what's happening is, is that, that this can seem like rejection, and it is, but this is where you find out what they're made of because anybody who is respectful they'll go i got you i'm gone so so declare i i I am not touching you before marriage and don't you dare touch me number two and and by the way show them graveyard markers of the last boyfriends who tried that um make sure you're never alone number three single adults readjust your closeness in order not to touch i'm going to compliment frankie and micaiah and and it's your fault for sitting right over there so, how, how long y'all been interested in, I'm so throwing you two under the bus, and your daddy's probably watching right now. How long y'all been interested in each other? I want to compliment you because, <laughs> you just lost your man card. <laughs> Who knows that kind of stuff. A year and eight months, year and eight months. And uh, I, I do want to compliment you, two months ago, y'all were sitting right back over there. And, and we stood up to do something. And when you sat down, both of you instinctively scooted apart. And I thought to myself, now, there is a couple that has a commitment that is understood. Because sometimes church and things are taken advantage of towards, the, oops, sorry, there were too many people on the row. I had no choice. Y'all don't look at me this way. All of us have played this game. Except me and uh so so but but you're you're gonna i know this is so simple but but there has to be somebody that says no 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 scoot over scoot over you're too close ladies tell them scoot over you're too close the husbands not 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 your wives not your husband but but at some point if all of a sudden it starts working its way down scoot over scoot over too close too close you're too close and uh number four give someone the right to correct your behavior Give someone the right to correct your behavior. And this is why, men, we have to become close with these single young men. Because, you know, iron sharpeneth iron. A brother is born for the day of adversity. A friend loveth at all times. The kisses of an enemy are deceitful but the wounds of a friend. And and if I've had a nickel for every time through the years, I've walked up to a young man and said, look, man, I love you. I love you. But Miss Kelly and I were sitting behind you the other day at something, and we felt uncomfortable because you were too close. And the young man said, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Thanks. Thanks, Brother Bob. So, so, single adults, give it. Next, if you do cross a line as a single person, come ask pastor for help. Not destruction, help. Because, y'all, listen to this. The Bible's very clear that the only sin that turns on a person's body is the sin of fornication. And sometimes young people, young adults can get themselves where they cross a the line and it's like, what do we do? And there are certain steps you take just to reset this thing and uh, then ask God for what he wants. So, all right, there you go. There you go. Praise God. Hey, next week I'm going to talk about the engagement period and uh, that is the last T, transition and uh, family dynamics and so praise the lord on that hey we are right on time and so what i've told uh the youth is is that please dismiss at eight twenty, 20 and uh, then the classes are ready to go um, about this time so praise the lord on that thank you for